Do you enjoy eating frogs? Maybe deep fried or sauteed with some butter and fresh herbs? Actually, I'm not talking about culinary delight, or I guess disgust, that's really up to you. I'm talking about something much less desirable and much more necessary. Doing the thing you must do, but want to do least, and doing it first. In this episode, you're going to learn why it's best to eat the ugliest frog first, how to identify your frogs, and tips to go over procrastination and avoidance and eat those frogs already. Keep listening for tools and hacks on how to make your biggest and ugliest frogs a bit more palatable. Straight from the boardroom to the microphone, I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Today we're talking about frogs and how to eat them. No, I didn't suddenly change this podcast into a cooking show. We're still talking about how to aim high and make a difference. And frogs, they've got everything to do with that. Mark Twain once said, if it's your job to eat a frog, the best thing to do is eat it first thing in the morning. And if your job is to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. You got to eat it. Otherwise, the frog's going to eat you. So what is the frog? The frog is an important thing you have to do that you've been putting off. A lot of times we've got to do this big, ugly task or have this difficult conversation, and it's taking up a lot of mental real estate. Sometimes it's a few things that sit on our to-do list, or maybe you don't even write it on your to-do list because you damn well know you need to do it, but you ain't going to put it on there because you don't want to stare at it every day. No matter what that frog is, it's always in the back of our mind. And it's not something that we can delegate to someone else because if we can't delegate it, definitely delegate it. We know we need to do it. It needs to get done, but we've been putting it off. So what am I talking about? Let's dig into a few examples. A frog might be a tough conversation you need to have. One of our clients, he runs a successful service business down south and he'd given his wife a corporate card. Well, she spends a lot on it and she wreaks havoc for him and for their finances. His frog is having the conversation with his wife and telling her that she needs to stop using that corporate card. He's afraid to have the conversation because he doesn't think she'll receive it well. She probably won't. And then they'll end up being this major blowout. So he's put off this frog, this frog, this difficult conversation that he knows he's got to have. He doesn't put it on his to-do list, but it's in the back of his mind every single day. Another woman who um, she'd found a lump in her breast and she needed to make the appointment to see the doctor, but she kept putting it off. She said she didn't she didn't even put it on her to-do list because she didn't want to see it there. She was so scared of what might happen at the doctor's office that she just didn't schedule it, this critical health care appointment. For one client in particular, but just know that this is many, many business owners, guys. His frog was really knowing and understanding his business expenses. He knew how much revenue he made, but he never really knew how much he spent each month how much he was actually retaining at the end of the month. He just kept telling me, I I just know I need to make more. I just know I need to make more money. And it didn't really matter whether his revenue was a million a year or five million a year. He just know he needed to make more. But he doesn't actually know where he stands financially in the first place. So his frog was actually to get a handle on his monthly expenses. And this is such a common one. So if you're listening right now and you're thinking, 
I have no idea what my business expenses are. Just so you know, you're not alone. That's a really common one. So let's do another example of a, of a minor frog that nagged at a client every single day. So one of the women I work with, she had moved recently and she hadn't unpacked everything. She didn't organize um, this particular closet. So in her bedroom, she's got a big, she's got a walk-in closet um, and she hadn't pa- unpacked everything. Well, um, who does? Like that takes a little bit of time, but this closet became this black hole of stuff and she threw everything in that closet and then shut the door. So every day she walked by that closet she said she felt like a failure. And when she said it, she goes, I know, I know, guys, this is stupid. And it's, and it's not stupid. This is common. She said, every day I walk by that closet, I felt like I'd failed, like I was starting the day off wrong. And again, how we start off our morning, we know is critical for how the rest of our day continues. So her frog was organizing the closet, but she didn't she didn't even know where to start. Plus, she was struggling with, with overwhelm as a busy professional and an amazing mom and wife. And yet... She couldn't organize the closet and she felt like a failure every day because of it. Talk about occupying a lot of mental real estate. So her frog was cleaning that closet, finally organizing it. So why do we procrastinate, avoid and and put these things off? What do all of these examples have in common? Why does each of these successful, smart, talented, driven people all avoid doing this one thing that they know they have to do? When I when I talk to them about why, the, usually the first emotion expressed, I, I don't actually don't have to ask them why it immediately comes out. It's almost always overwhelm. I don't even know where to start. But these are very successful, resourceful people, problem solvers in most every other aspect of their lives. People feel incredibly overwhelmed by their frogs. They'll take so long. They'll be so hard. Then I ask them, this is the cool part, guys. Then I ask them to walk me through eating that frog. I take out the emotion of the frog eating and instead just say, if I were project managing this frog eating, what are the five steps you would tell someone else? Because we want to back out the emotion, right? So it's easier when we're thinking about telling somebody else instead of us actually going through the motion. So what would be the five steps that you would tell someone else on how to eat this frog? And then they break it down. What's surprising is they always are so shocked at how few steps there actually is to eating that frog. It's not nearly as many as they thought. Also, I find most frogs, they take less than two hours, many times less than 20 minutes, a phone call to the doctor, sometimes a tough conversation, an email sent. But it's just that we've built them up so big in our mind. If you would have asked them at the beginning, it sounded like this days and days of arduous work, but it was actually much simpler than they thought. At the root of it, frogs are usually based in fear. It might be fear of having the hard conversations or or getting bad news, finally knowing the truth about something, or even just being afraid of getting in over your head. Actually, to, to pull on that thread a little bit more, um, the author Brene Brown says uses the phrase emotionally high-centered. I love this idea. Wherein you're afraid of getting emotionally high-centered, you're just as a car can get into a situation and it can't remove itself, we well, we have a fear that we will get um, if we recognize our emotions, our hurt, our fear, our anger, then we're going to get stuck in that place, right? We're going to get high-centered and unable to move backwards or forwards from this. And you can often hear this when people say things like, oh, I don't want to, I can't talk about that. I can't open that door. They're afraid they won't be able to move past it if they do. So there's lots of reasons why people uh, struggle with their frogs. Maybe for you, it isn't fear. But for some reason, you're putting off eating that frog. Avoiding looking at it or even acknowledging it or procrastinating when you need to eat it. Sometimes you might not even realize why you're putting it off. 
Don't undervalue the mental real estate your frog is taking up. I talk a lot about mental or emotional real estate that things can occupy in our minds. This is a critical thing to dial into. It's not just the time we take to tackle a task or not tackle a task, the 15 minutes it takes to make that difficult call or that 45 minutes it takes to look at your your financial books. It's the mental real estate it's occupying in your mind. We have a finite amount of energy, focus, and time, and you can't let that frog you didn't eat occupy some oceanfront property in your mind. And here's the big thing to remember. The frogs, they never go away. No matter how much you avoid or try to hide from them, they're going to hop all over your subconscious and distract you. And frogs, they tend to multiply. Another point, some people, and let me touch on that real quick, and they multiply um, because you didn't eat them. And then another frog comes up and then another frog comes up. But if you eat them along the way, well, then you don't have like this whole terrarium full of frogs you got to eat. So another point is some people assume that once they get to a certain level, they won't have any frogs anymore. And that's just not true. It's a common misconception. A mark of a high performer is that they eat their frogs faster. Many have even more frogs, but they don't let them hang around for long. They eat them and they spend a lot less time staring at them. So while you can't get rid of your frogs, you can learn to eat them faster. I'm April Garcia, an international business advisor, performance coach, serial entrepreneur, traveler, mama, wife, and just about everything in between. I've made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I only advise great executives and ambitious entrepreneurs on growing their business, having the right mindset, and contributing more to their world. So let's move into our book reference for today. As you guys know, I'm a voracious reader and I love what can happen between the pages of a book. Every skill, technique, the whole world opens its loving arms when we crack the spine of a new book. My go-to topics, you know, business, time management, mindset, high performance, parenting, all sorts of stuff to create a more and fulfilled life and make some money while you're doing it. But for today's topic about eating frogs, we're going to turn to the author who literally wrote the book on it, Brian Tracy, his book, Eat That Frog. And it shows you how to zero in on tackling the most challenging tasks of your day and getting them done faster. We'll put the link in the show notes and we'll have it on our website at pivot-me.com as well. So let's get into some tools and hacks. So I know I promised you some tools at the beginning of this podcast, and now I'm going to deliver. So in his book, Brian has two rules. One is if you have to eat two frogs, eat the ugliest first. The second rule is if you have to eat a live frog, it does not pay to sit and look at the frog for long. Don't do it. So many of us wake up each morning and we we roll over, we turn off our alarm clocks, and there is this big old frog sitting right there on our bedside table. But we pretend it's not there. We go to our sink and we brush our teeth. I hope you guys are all imagining this in your mind. So you get up, you're brushing your teeth at the sink, and there's this frog sitting on your counter, that phone call you need to make or conversation you got to have. We sit in the dining room and we're drinking our coffee, pretending like our frog isn't sitting right there on the table. Well, that is going to end today. So what's an ugly frog? It's the biggest, hardest, and most important task that just has to get done. Even if you've got another frog to eat that day, start with the ugliest one first. Discipline yourself to eat the frog immediately and then to persist until the task is complete before you go on to something else. Don't leave the legs behind or let a little frog arm dangling from your mouth. Eat it. Think of this as a test. Treat it like a personal challenge. Resist the temptation to start with the easier task. 
continually remind yourself that one of the most important decisions you make each day is your choice of what you'll do immediately and what you'll do later if you do it at all. As far as live frogs, this is the idea that you eat the frog at the beginning of the day. Don't save the must-do thing until later when you're tired or distracted, or at that point you probably have decision fatigue, which is a very real thing. Do it now. Do it early and do it fast. The key to reaching high levels of performance and productivity is for you to develop this lifelong habit of tackling your major tasks first thing each morning. You must develop the routine of eating your frogs before you do anything else and without taking too much time to think about it. Don't sit there and stare at that frog. Just do it. But really, there's no nice way to eat a frog. So don't spend hours Googling the best way to eat a frog. Don't, don't distract yourself under the guise of finding the best way. You just got to get it done. Once you've actually identified your frog, now we just got to get it done. So let's use some of that productivity hacks we've discussed in episode three on time management. Let's use some of those. So how long will it actually take to eat your frog? Let's say, let's say two hours. All right. To get you through those two hours, use the tool like timers, checklists, and also reward for when the frog is eaten. If you have a hard time staying on task, set a timer for every 20 minutes. And when that timer goes off, it'll help you refocus on the task at hand. If, especially if you've been putting off the frog a long time, it's going to be easy to let yourself get distracted. Don't do it. We're more powerful than our frogs. Look at him. He's just a little greasy, kind of boneless looking creature. I mean, he has bones, but he kind of looks floppy. You get the idea. You can eat this frog. So let's go into our action items. So as soon as this podcast is done, let's execute on this content. We can't just consume content as we know that can just lead to another distraction in today's overstimulated world. We must make a plan, write down a goal, and eat the damn frog. So here are your two action items to take the minute this podcast is done. First, find your frog. What is that frog that you need to eat? Is it something you know you need to do, but I've been putting off? Or that thing that keeps staying on your to-do list day after day that must get done, but you just don't want to do it? Remember, frogs are something you must do. That is 100% necessary and important. You cannot delegate this one. So we usually know them right away because they've been occupying that mental real estate for a long time. And that's huge. As I'm as I'm talking to people, as I'm talking to, to clients or to just uh, people that we're meeting about this, um, once they get through explaining what a frog is, they always know they're frogs. And I bet you already at least know one right now. I can see it on their faces the second they understand the concept. So I'm talking about what this concept of the frogs is. And they're, they're eagerly nodding. Yes, yes, this sounds very interesting, April. And then once we get to a certain point, then they realize, oh, I'm going to have to eat my frog. And you can see it on their face. They sit back in their chair. They sit back in their chair. They immediately look exhausted and frustrated. It's actually kind of funny to watch. Um, And I've got frogs too. Don't get me wrong. But you can see it the second they're like, ah, I know the frog. Their interest in the topic kind of uh, uh, tapers a little bit. Because there's a reason why we haven't ate the frog. It's hard. It's a difficult task. We don't know where to begin. There's a variety of reasons that we've replayed over and over again. They're very present in your mind. But those reasons, they don't matter anymore. We need to suck it up, buttercup, and get down to business. And here's where the accountability comes in. I want you to take a before and after picture of your frog. Now, you might need to get creative on how you do that. But I want you to take a before and after picture. Then send it to me or, or tag me on Instagram at the April Garcia with the hashtag, I am eating that frog. 
So just start chewing. Don't overthink it. Don't get up in your head. Just do it. Remember, execute, execute. Practice violent execution. Done is better than perfect. So shove it in your mouth and gulp it down. Yes, it would be better with a chaser, but we've just got to eat it anyhow. So the biggest change you can make when eating your frog it's your mindset. When we're looking at something that we've got to tackle and we have this this low energy state, it's because we're looking at the obligation, not at the opportunity. Think about how good it's going to feel when you're on the other side of it. Don't just look at the obligation. Look at the opportunity. Look at how much lighter you're going to feel when it's done. How many wonderful things are going to happen or just even the stress that's going to be released because it's on the you're on the other side of it. It may not be a good-looking frog, Um, but the freedom and the clarity you get from opening up all that best mental real estate is 100% worth it. So don't sit there. Don't look at that frog. Don't Google the best ways to eat frog. Don't decide if you want butter or ranch dressing or salt and pepper. Just eat the frog. So are you ready for this? Are you ready to have a hell of a frog eating week? You know your frog. You at least know one. Maybe a few have come up while we're talking here today, but success builds on success. So get those hard things out of the way first. And at the beginning of the day, set yourself up for success, which builds trust and integrity with the most important person, you. I can't wait to see all the photos of your frogs. Remember, take a before and after picture of your frog. Then tag me on Instagram with the hashtag, I am eating that frog. Is eating frogs work? Yeah, it's work. But your life that you're creating right now, today, it's worth it. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, Give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.